right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. In the studio today, we have live plants. And Tim. In South Carolina, we have dead plants. And Eric. And in Joyzy, we have Archer. Good evening. Yay. 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 We had uh, quite, a, quite a lot of fun getting to this point. We, we had it. a lot of uh, technical difficulties, but we're here. We made it, and we're going to have a great time. Yeah. I think a round of self-congratulations is in order. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Good team. Pat, everyone pat each other on the back virtually. If we were ever to be able to break any news or rumors that were, you know, actually turned out to be true and turned out to be the real thing, I think that we should just start off with a round of self-congratulations every time because we don't ever get rumors or do any or predict anything accurately. We just guess and, you know, that's our thing. We, we guess and, and, and hope that we get the right answers. I don't think we ever have. Especially Estimations th- are legitimacy, especially uh, here. You know, it's always a fun time trying to get four, five, six people's time to like time zones to all line up. But hey, we did. Man, it you today. have no idea. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> always zones, a blast. You have no idea. It's a blast. <laughs> and you know, you know why that's important for someone like Archer is because Archer is representing the women of Nerf, who are international. Right? Ooh, ooh, seven countries. Oh my goodness. What countries? <laughs> Name them right now in alphabetical order. <laughs> no. <laughs> or, or you can have your third favorite dinosaur. No, just... no, 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 no other options. <laughs> I want them uh, all in alphabetical uh, uh, order. Uh, uh, Reptar says, uh, I'm going to combine both. Reptar says, United States, Canada. I'm doing this with fingers in my hand. Uh, United States, Canada, England, Scotland, Germany, um, Australia, Singapore. I was waiting for you go to go United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. <laughs> Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Give it a couple of years when they, you know, allow it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, you know, we, we, always, we, we love to talk about the end war hype train here. And I know that hype, there hype. were... Uh, hype, hype, hype. Hype. Archer hype. is the choo-choo. conductor of the end war hype train. Choo-choo. Well, I was going to say that I think that... <sighs> When we were at the briefing room, there were definitely women from like of like all over the world in there. Now you just got to figure out how to like put a pamphlet in their hand and be like, "Join us, join us, please, please I, become part of our group." I feel like it was this year that that's very much been like, I, "Okay, how do we hype it up even more?" Um, I know that like. I, I, I very much enjoy doing FoamCon every year because I know like I, I work with Jack and Jack is like, I'm totally for it. Let's go. You're mm, table. Uh, but this year I'm trying to do something where I, I find myself having more opportunities in leading talks and leading presentations. And I feel like with the talks, I can kind of share my personal story with it and how I'm kind of like, oh, by the way, here are these. Uh, how are we with swearing on here? You're good. Uh, You're good. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go with your good. There are these kick-ass women who are making changes in the world. And by the way, they like uh, kids' toys. So, (laughs) by the way, they're badass. Uh, And I feel like that's kind of my approach for the year, as well as all the other stuff that I'm trying to run without my head exploding half the time. But I love it, and it's it's what I love to do. Well, then fingers crossed, because I've heard I've heard talk of there being a panel at Endor this year, or at least I think we, or there's been a suggestion of it. Yes. Um, nothing is confirmed yet, but it's been approached to me about there being a panel and possibly being a part of said panel. Again, nothing confirmed, but it's out there. There's also been a few other things that have kind of been like, hey, at End War, Phone Pro Tour, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. 
there are some opportunities that we were presented with and uh, we just have to wait for things to be finalized. Well, hey, you talked about yet. that on your Women of Earth podcast. I did, which you all should go check out if you have not. Yeah, I listened to it today uh, while I was yeah, at work. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that specific point in general, we can save it for for your other podcast if you want to hear about the the little the uh, behind the scenes detail she's talking about. Check that out. It's on Facebook. Right? Uh, yep, it's facebook.com slash we are one and it, I mean you can even google us at this point but you just click on the, google, the Facebook page and I think it's about the second listing now the one above it is about foam fest and us attending but it's there it's a good hour and 10 minutes so it's, it's, it's good to listen to in the background and kind of like get the news of what's happening with us Yep, that's what I did. Sweet. It was uh, it was a good listen, um, but I, and I think a lot of our people, a lot of our people, we need a name for our listeners. A lot of our peeps. listeners. Why have we never come up? Listeners are so boring. Deets. We need a fun Detroitians. name. Listeners, Deets. people who listen to our podcast and give us feedback sometimes. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, if come you on, if you're you have about everything except for this right now, yeah, this one thing, because it's funnier to not be creative about this. If, if you, I tell you what, Archer, if you have that vampire's ear about. Uh, Doing panels at End War, I, I'm certain that a uh, a Nerf related podcast would be willing to do a uh, a well. A we, panel. we should put in an official request to spam. I thought well. Foamcast wasn't going. It's funny because there's another podcast. Do, it will be a tremendous honor. Yeah. So, I think right now we're just gonna harass people for all of Foamcon again. <laughs> Yeah. I loved listening to that, by the way. I, I listen to a lot of your podcasts while I'm working and yeah. lifting extraneous things. And it's it, it brings such a giggle. It brings a smile. Thank you. I we we appreciate that, it. By the way. That was a yeah. off-the-rails special. But speaking oh, of lifting great. things, man, you want to get into our topic? Lifting things cool. in preparation for end war. That's the topic. That's or Nerf right. in general. Hype, hype, crap. Hype, hype, hype. I actually, it's, it's not really a shout-out, but... Um, I want to say his his name was the Blaster Show. He did like a end war prep video series last year, and he had this like mm. rid- ridiculous monstrosity of a blaster, and also the biggest guns this side of the Mississippi River. Was that the guy with and, the like the skeleton covering the rhino fire thing? It's uh, uh Mikhail. Yeah, he's he is the bomb.com. Yeah, yep. that dude. That <laughs> dude was prepping hard. I don't know what that contraption is, but I remember like over the years him being like, "I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I don't know what it is." It's coming. So It'll to see it was there. really cool. I am yeah. inevitable. <laughs> so, but, but yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you, go ahead. Take it away, guest. <laughs> so uh, in, in leading with this topic, I kind of was thinking of different things that we could discuss and things that we all from this half of the country could relate to. Uh, there were various different topics that came up, but I think one was a rather agreed upon commonality and that is nerf will always trump the gym <laughs> yes explain guys why does nerf trump out the gym because gym workouts are overrated yeah go yeah gym fun. workouts are boring anytime you can actually go out in the in the wild you build balance you build a, you build the muscles that you don't build on a treadmill you know you can you can wear your tactical gear and and run around and and look like Tim, you know, <laughs> run around your neighborhood in your tactical gear and make all the neighbors, you know, close their windows and call the police. 
I've never and had see, the from the way you started that, it sounded like, all right, so I'm going to go out into the woods and be with my inner zen as I fire some darts into the sky and all was well. <laughs> I think that's Tom. That's very much more Tom. What? I just run around and have fun. <laughs> In the woods. Yeah. Face yeah. paint required. Oh, body paint body required. Body paint required. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe instead of clowny this year, you can uh, represent Juan on your... Uh, you're back when you're running around half naked. Hey, if I'm I'm trying to sell advertising space. By sell, I mean pretty much give me like literally anything and you can do it. Let me rephrase that. Can I give Not... you a chimichanga? I want to give you, a, I got a chimichanga for you. Is it a foam Deadpool chimichanga? You want to paint it on me with a chimichanga? God. Oh my gosh, what a great idea. I kind of do, actually. But no, like can use I? the chimichanga as a paintbrush. Like dip yeah, it yeah, in yeah. the paint. Can, yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Actually, oh, that's yeah. Not, uh... I'll, I'll allow it. I want somebody to request, like, I want you to paint this portrait of here as the real estate go. And just somebody filming to the side and be like, well, let's see what the hell happens here. Maybe what we'll do, maybe what we'll do is we'll all, we'll all, we'll set off like six portions, like both my arms, my upper chest, my stomach, my upper back and my lower back. Maybe we'll do it like that. Can I purchase the lower back just to give you a tramp stamp? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like a butterfly made out of little Nerf darts. Oh yeah. Uh, how how much detail do you think you get with this paint? It's black paint. Well, even less with the chimney I'll Tell you what. <laughs> so Eric, Eric, what are you what are you gonna what are you gonna reimburse me with for painting? Um, this is not free advertisement space. Oh, Love and mind. free gym for Nerf. I already have a gym membership. <laughs> well, you don't free get to gym. Free stuff. Hashtag for stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, we're doing your job for you, Tom. Yeah. Doing it for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm getting ready for End War right now. Um, I started uh, I started preparing, getting my workout routine on. It's been nice since the weather's been uh, warmer than usual. Nice. So been able to get outside, ride my bike. Um, been <laughs> I've been punching things, but not because I'm angry, but that's just like exercise. But I'm, I, I'm not going to punch any zombies. I've been thinking about how to phrase that. I'm just I'm not going to punch any zombies. Don't worry. So what, if you do, can you make sure I'm there and I will hype you to the max? Yeah. So what what muscle groups do you guys think are most important to work out for end war? Your trigger finger. I would say no. I would say <laughs> definitely like forearm. <laughs> your forearms. Yeah. Your uh. Your upper arms, and I would probably say legs too. Yeah, I mean your your forearms are definitely something that gets worked out. I mean, I have come home from invitationals where my front arms have just yeah. been sore from Especially holding if a blaster using in FDL, position. Because FDLs aren't they aren't incredibly light; they're full of no, metal. Really yeah. I think with that though, that's very much an understanding, and I think I said this in the Foamcast Radio podcast too. That who's that? Who's that guy? Hi, Ben. Yeah, that no, that's, don't, don't ignore that. Ignore that. Shout guy. out, Ben. He's, he's all right. But uh, yeah, I feel like with that, it comes down to understanding your loadout as well. So like forearms, obviously, like that's that's pretty beneficial. But at the same time, I feel like that would be helpful if you're wearing more gear that could like hold you down in a sense, wear, uh, uh, weigh you down in a sense. So like for me, I'm very much a runner. So when I prep for end war or any kind of invitational or anything like that, cardio is key and legs definitely. But uh, I think as a body group legs for someone like me who runs light, like I can't to save my life. Uh, but that's me. There's more light and bows for days. 
But if someone's going heavier, like, I don't know, like... Like Tim. Yeah. Right now, Tim TK likes the has like 50,000 things all over him, he will focus on a different body group and have a different body workout. So I, I think it depends on the lowdown and what works for you. Yeah, I, I tend to run pretty heavy. I, I'm, I'm a slower guy, so... You know, I, I run a chest rig. I've got, you know, I think 20 mags on my loadout normally. So See, there you go. But but if you were to go to the gym to prepare for nerf, because goals, incentive, motivation, uh, your workout would be different than mine. Yeah. Because mine would be very running and sprinting heavy, which is what I'm currently doing to prep for that. So currently, my workout's different than yours. Yeah, see, I, I focus mostly on trying to build up my stamina just so I can, you know, keep moving longer. So for those mm-hmm. short bursts, yeah, I came away with sore joints last year just because it was like so much time on your feet. Yep, Eric, you're just old. Being able... You know what? I I don't want to accept that. You you whippersnapper. You're only as old as you feel, <laughs> and apparently you feel pretty old. <laughs> you also have to consider that it was stupid. You also have to consider that it was stupid hot. Yeah, and for yeah. a lot of events. Oh yeah. Are there stupid hot? So. Well, yeah. I, I didn't. I never thought about that because, like, I grew up in that heat, so it, it was normal for me. I mean, I grew up in that heat too. I, I didn't end up thinking it was that bad just because I'm used to it. But like that, that was the thing. It's just so much time on my feet, and also I zombied pretty early, so I was doing a lot of running from the beginning. Um, yeah, I don't right. think I ever saw you as a zombie. I kept trying to find you guys. I I wasn't that hard to find. I was like the he only shirtless on the guy. Hunt. Well, I did. I did find you guys. Actually, I did find you guys for. But, I, I mean, you that. may not remember me there because, you know, I'm covered in blood and guts and mindless, you know, Brains. mindless zombie actions. Um, but it's, you're, you're talking about TK earlier. He doesn't need to train for any of that this year. He's just got to practice hiding in bushes. He's probably outside of your window right now, Tom. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, that scene in Monsters, Inc. where they're doing the scare tactics for bunk beds. <laughs> he's, he's jumping up and down. Yeah. Up, ah, down, ah, down. Ah, ah, ah. That would be a good workout. He's he's been you know quieter this year with the new job and everything. But I am curious if he's if he's got a routine like a zombie training routine. I yeah. bet he does. Personally, for me, when I train for HVZ, I'll do I'll do you know, like my normal workout. But when I go to run, I'll run with a weighted pack on a weighted pack that's heavier than the gear I plan to run. So then when mm-hmm. it comes down to it, and I'm actually doing the running. It feels lighter than I'm used to. And this is good advice for all nerf. I just want to point out this is this is important for all nerf. Um, that, you know, being able to practice your running, carrying your tactical gear around for a couple hours at a time. Um, regular nerf events tend to go for a few hours, and there's usually not yeah. a lot of space to take your stuff off. Uh, it's not uncommon, too. And I feel like I'm treading into this territory, but I myself, I don't think I've quite hit the I'm going to bring a blaster to the gym and simulate it with the blaster with uh, the gym no. to no, go through the stairs. But I it's, would but wait. it's something it's something I've heard of. Like I've heard people going and doing that and I'm just like, props to you. I will i I'll simulate a squat, I will simulate walking and then a full 10 like a full 10 speed sprint like i'll simulate it and i'll get some looks but not i i don't know yeah. if i would bring a blaster per yeah. se if that if that works for you sure but i mean everybody does and another thing is um also not only do you practice like working out we need to practice uh hydrating hydrator yes. you, you need to because that's something that a lot of people forget about you need to get yes. in the habit of drinking more water than you need to and you need to prehydrate. Yes. yeah like i yeah I start prehydrating about a month before. Oh, yes. Which is probably overkill that far in advance, but it gets you in the habit of drinking that much water. Plus, 
you, you're supposed to drink water anyway. Like hydrating is good for you. Mm-hmm. Supposed to, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's actually like something a lot of people have problems with is drinking enough water. Let me ask you a curious question yeah. because the day after was just chaos. But for you guys, as I know a few, you competed in the Foam Pro Tour. Did you feel a difference of hydration from that Saturday to Sunday? So in my case, for Saturday, it was easier to hydrate because whether you liked it or not, you heard hail hydrate somewhere, which was really cool. And there was more access to water. But then the next day, I I was in a rush getting out of the, our Airbnb and I just happened to grab my Camelback with like two liters of water in it. And halfway through the day, I was dying. It was like, it was like crisis mode, sharing water just to keep going. Now, did you guys feel something well, similar? Or there's, like- there's probably a difference between our two teams because uh, uh, we got out allegedly, immediately. Allegedly, everything is alleged. Yeah, we, uh, we got out very, very quick. So we didn't have to do a lot of running. I know these guys like went to lunch halfway through. I sat in the sun the entire time. I feel like there are different levels of hydration because no one was reminding you to hydrate or I you, was or you didn't have hydrated on hops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> we all were. Water also, is involved. You, when you're, when you're like doing HVZ, you have a camel back on nine times out of 10. So your water is right there during foam pro tour. It was a water bottle 30 feet away and you just kept forgetting about it. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're like diving into it, like focus mode on the field. You guys know yeah. when you're on focus yeah. mode, it's like nothing, nothing matters. So yes. Yeah. And you guys were playing for a long time that day, so yeah. you had a, a lot of games to do. Yeah, that uh, was that was eye-opening in a lot of ways, I'll tell you what, the hydration included. <laughs> yeah, so. you, yeah, you guys did, did very, very well. Matt, congrats for your Thank success you. on that, unlike ours, which was, hey, you know what, we were able to enjoy our time. We had fun. We, we, we came in first place for fun. <laughs> yeah, hey, number one in fun. Number one in go. fun, hell yeah. But how did you um in going off of that? Uh, obviously, Endwar is one game type. But if you look at something like Foam Pro Tour PvP, that's a whole nother game type. Would you say that in gearing up for it and staying hydrated, that it's a similar mechanism, or is it something completely different? You have to go on I, a completely different training regimen. I think it's completely different. HVZ is several hours yeah. of. Strength of I I won't even say hard activity of mild of mild to intermediate activity, but it's sustained. Yeah, it's sustained. It's sustained levels. The Competitive end. is thirty seconds, two minutes of hardcore go 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 go. Yeah. Then a break. you have time to recover. Yeah. Then you have a break. Yeah. You know, and then you know, like park wars or PvP, that's that's even lower key. You know, I, I yeah. think HVZ is the is like is in between the endurance the run yeah. for this type of it's the, it's the marathon. Yeah. I see. You know, you're going out for two hours at a time. You come back, you have a few minutes, you, you, you brief for the next mission, then you go out again. You know, so you're, you're out for an entire morning doing, you know, nonstop, sometimes running from the zombies. And for PvP, it, for us, it's usually like 10, maybe, maybe 15-minute games. Yeah. And it's you know, like a few shots here, sneaking around, sneak, sneak, sneak. A few shots there, sneak, sneak, sneak. It's, it's usually not a very strenuous activity. I think you I, I do like when play, it is. If I'm understanding it correctly, uh, for Z13, when you guys play your PvP, or even when you do, actually, that's totally wrong. The Detroit Dark Club is PvP, but then Z13 is when you guys play HBZ 
there's a, there's a splash of mechanic PvP. is different, but obviously the strain is different because of indoors versus yeah. not. Well, and, we, and we, also, do, we do also have parkour, so we do do yeah, outdoor wars. Like, Z13 is it's kind of it, like every mission is its own final stand. So they're shorter, you know, like, like, well, the game we always start with is zombie deathmatch. So everybody starts as a human in that one. And then you get tagged once and then you're a zombie. So it it goes very much from two teams fighting against each other to to chaos, but they only last 15, 20 minutes. And then you've got a few minutes to reload your mags, grab a drink. So even though it's HVZ gameplay, it's still not as intense as it is going out to an invitational where, you know, you are leaving the mission briefing room and going 20 to 30 the, minutes to the other side the of campus. Mercy. Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, you don't have that space to retreat to. You know, so we're playing HVZ game types, but it's uh, it's more like uh, PvP as, as far as, like, endurance needs go. I see. Yeah, I, like, I, if I'm being honest, I've been nerfing for seven years now, and I played my first indoor war at like a local community family friendly venue two weeks ago. So And it's a completely different that, experience, yeah. isn't it? Oh, oh completely. Like I'm going and doing my thing and, and I granted I came slightly late because that's how you show up to things. But I came in doing my thing and it was just I think once the gears got going, having the access, just the access alone to more mags or uh, just as you said, electrolytes, hydration, stuff like that. It's it's right there as opposed to, hey, here's your depot point and good luck. It's definitely something to consider, yeah. So speaking of electrolytes, recently, so I just found this out. Recently, Gatorade came out with a new thing called like, uh, like Fusion 24 or something like that, where it's purely meant to get electrolytes into you as fast as it can using really? like uh, watermelon juice and sea salt or something. Ew. But it's like it's but like different flavored you're stuff. Drinking the ocean. It's it's uh they've got like a strawberry watermelon one that doesn't taste too bad. I think they've Bolt got Bolt Twenty Four. Bolt Twenty Four. That's what it is. So I don't know. I might pick up a few bottles of that for Endor. See if that like actually works. Do you think you would integrate that into? Because you said that you were gearing up for Endor now. Do you think that you would integrate that into your workouts now or just? at Endwar or at whatever invitationals you guys go to, be like, well, try it, see what happens. I might, generally with that kind of stuff. Um, I think of it, think. let's put it this way, I think of it like a power-up. I want to do all my training as if I don't have any additional bonuses. Yeah, but I would at least try it to make yeah, sure I mean, I've you tr- don't I've have tried a- it. it, doesn't, okay. it that's why I know it doesn't taste half bad. Well, The mango one okay. I don't like. So, I, I mean, you definitely don't want to go into a, a hardcore situation like that doing something for the first time. You know, it, at least try it once so you know, A, you're not going to have a bad reaction to it. Um, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, like you want to yeah. try it beforehand. Like I wouldn't go into th- taking like a big thing of G Fuel or something. Right. You know, or you, pre-workout because I know, I know what that stuff does. Right. You know, you end up you putting yourself into a jitter. In a bargain basement on this, um, what athletes have been doing for, for years and years is Pedialyte. Yeah. And then yeah. Pedialyte off brands. Pedialyte is essentially the same thing. It's electrolyte packed and Yeah, and you just smash packed. smash that between your missions to to yeah. quick recharge. It's a little bit of Pedialyte, a little bit of beer, the, it's fine. The non brand or less branded uh hydration method. Yeah. No, I, see, I think I think it is viable. See, see, I am a Powerade thumper through and through. I played softball when I was younger. 
and Powerade was the only thing that was like available. And then once I was able to rob somebody's Gatorade from like one of my teammates next to me and I tried it, I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is this nasty Powerade? Let's go. Have and, you, have you tried Gatorade zero? What? It's a, it's I a zero sugar it. Gatorade and it tastes I have, fine. I don't understand it. Like for me, if, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you all, like for me, when it comes to sugar and I feel like of the past year, I kind of got slapped in the face with it. Um, uh, in my family, we have a history of having low blood sugar. So what that means is, obviously, I, I produce not as much sugar. So if I don't sustain my sugar level levels over a period of time, um, I, I'm at more risk of like being lightheaded. I, I I always get the terms mixed up. I think it's, it's hypoglycemic. Hypoglycemic. Yeah. yeah. I'm hypoglycemic that, too. Understand? Like it's, yeah. It's like you know the stages, which for me the stages are like I'll go about my day in the and if I'm doing like a lot of like strenuous work and I hit a point where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling lightheaded. I should, I should probably go eat something now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll go do something, whatever. Say I ignore about my day. Everything goes totally fine. But then I hit the second stage where I just get very irritable. I get very panicked and I get very like angry and I start like, and then if that doesn't work, then it works for a short period of time. It's just nothing until like unconsciousness. So Powerade is kind of something that makes sure that my sugar levels are sustained. But I, I'm kind of like a special case. So Powerade is notorious for their like bricks of sugar, but they also have the bricks of electrolytes for yeah. me. And I usually pair it with like a nanner, banana squad. It, it's just it's just something it's something that works. It keeps the energy sustained for so, me depending on what I'm doing. So here's a like, question. If it's a PvP, I'm not too concerned about it, but if it's something like competitive yeah, I, I that's something I can invest in. Here, here's a question for you guys. Then, have you tried any of the, I guess, for lack of a better word, pro hydration solutions like Life Aid or and Life? Or I don't. Any of that, I'm not a huge that fan type of, of stuff? Life Aid. I've I've tried it. I'm not a huge fan of them. Okay. Um, but that Archer, what you bring up leads us into another good uh topic. What is an important thing to always have on your loadout in, during HVZs? Mm. Oh, snacks. Banana. Snacks. Snacks. Snacks are important to have on your loadout. Yeah. Preferably Aside high protein. From an uber positive attitude, always. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I that was so it. cheesy. I'm sorry. That, that was, was so really cheesy. bad. It's really bad. <laughs> I had to. Somebody had to. It was coming. So personally. Oh, man. Are you surprised? <laughs> no. Personally, I like to throw like a packet of nuts into my backpack or something like that. Or you know, like a few, like those serving sizes of nuts because getting a lot of protein is a good idea um you know maybe have like a jolly rancher or something because because uh continually eating is important because you're going to run out of energy very very quickly so getting something as you're just walking around you know like do 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 other people are checking corners rip open a pack of them nuts eat them real quick dispose of the trash in a eco-friendly manner nope pack it in pack it out yeah if if you've got if there aren't any trash cans don't just throw it on the ground yeah. So here is something else that is a is a really really good idea to have on hand, and it, it kind of goes in vain. And, and follow me here for a second, but a rain poncho. You know, yeah. uh, up until this point, we've been talking mostly about like yeah. inner body and and like stamina for for <laughs> you know prepping for HVZ. <laughs> um, oh, but right, having right. having Nurse a rain poncho, hydration. Yeah, ha- having a rain poncho. Rain poncho or something to prevent you from getting wet uh, is going to make you have a much 
nicer time later on because nobody wants to run around in, in wet clothing. It, it's com- very uncomfortable and in, in in extreme situations, you'll start getting you know blisters and stuff on your yeah. on your feet if you're you know running around in wet socks and whatnot. So I actually carry two rain ponchos in my loadout. I have a, a very cheap uh, green thin poncho in my uh, on my belt, and then I have a nicer like Coleman like fold up uh, one. In my... How's your reach in getting to those ponchos? Like, have you ever had it had to use it in a dire situation? I n- I never have. Um, the the very thin Let's green just say one. If everyone else is a zombie, you can't get your poncho out. Yeah. So the, the very thin green <laughs> one that's on my belt, I can get to my get to on my own very easily. Um, I might have trouble getting to the nicer black one in my uh, that's in my my backpack area. Because I've got a uh, like a uh, clipped pouch that's strapped onto my my hydro pack, and it's okay. in there. So you know, poncho is not something I really would have thought about, but I'm, when adrenaline is coursing through my common logic, goes out the window slightly, not completely. Yeah. But that's that is a very smart idea. I actually wouldn't have thought about that. Maybe if I was carrying a flywheel, but you know, and it, and probably not. So that is why I carry two, one for me and one for the for the FDL. Um, but, you know, you definitely go. trying to keep yourself dry in a pinch. You know, it's going to make you have a much nicer day. And along that same line, in that same pouch on my hydro pack, next to the um, the poncho is a pair of clean socks. So I can change out my socks so that they're not all wet. And... I, I, don't, gonna, I don't wear socks I'm gonna during one, I'm going to one-up you on that. The socks are important, but the outer shell of it, your shoes... Oh yeah. Determines whether or not. Just wear nature's shoes. Socks. Yeah. Wear nature's shoes, guys. So what I wear, and and I guess this is my, I wear a combination of different shoes, but I of recent have settled on uh, Salomon fours in my spare time. If I like, if I'm able to manage the time, I run. um, Are you guys familiar with Tough Mudder at all? Like yeah, I've I've actually done two. Oh really? You're a legionnaire, nice. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't very serious about it. My friends were doing it, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Sounds fun. But you have the green band, and that's – that's there you go. I mean, even your first – but the second one is like, all right, work the ranks. Uh, but, no, I I do really frequently throughout the year. No, not as much as I used to, but when I first was getting into it, I kind of was like, okay, what shoes am I going to wear? And the Solomon 4s were just coming out there. You could consider them a cleat – but they're not because with cleats they tend to suffocate the air out and then bottom treads so that you can grip the ground better but with solomons they have to be breathable because you're going through mud and water and all kinds of interesting things and i i started using them i think i used them at penn state as it was like raining and god awful weather and i haven't stopped using them since and because of that the rain had not really been an issue or that or maybe just because i'm tailored to those sort of conditions or running and jumping into various different kinds of terrain but uh, whatever shoe that you're wearing like a a sneaker or something like a solomon if you really wanted to go fancy can up your game how how much do solomon's run white tennis shoes that's a good idea Mm -hmm. Uh, so that that's that's what i would you need something that or at least a decent set of sneakers what do uh, what do solomon's run you like how how much are they i'm seeing them around like 80 bucks that's not bad i think i paid that much for my nikes 
I actually lost uh, my really nice Salomons in California. Oh no! And I will not forgive myself for that. Oh no! But I do, I I do have another um that that's similar to that, and they they run pretty well. They like they have a different system in securing to your foot compared to most shoes. But because I've been doing it for a little while, I kind of like Pearl is a good brand. I use uh, the Foam Pro Tour. That's not really so much for breathing per se. It's what? The treads, but it's something I'm familiar with. Uh, you broke up there for a second. What uh, What brand did you wear Pro Foam Tour? Merrill's. Yep. See, that's oh, that's I what I run. I, I, I wear a pair of Merrill's that they, honestly, they look very similar to uh, a lot of the Salomons I'm, I'm looking at on my screen. I right wish now. the one that I'm looking at right now had the brand specific, like the model, but it's the Merrill Leave. They're, they're pretty good shoes. They're very breathable. I, I just did it for the treads, to be honest, but that's a pretty good brand, too. Um, Which one was it? Merrill what? Oh, did I break up again? Yeah. Sorry. The Merrill Model 2s, I'd have to look up specifically what model-wise it is, but I know it's their second model. They they run pretty well. If, if you look up Tough Mudder Merrills, they'll come up. All right. The uh, M-O-A-B? Moab? Uh, Mudder. Mudder. Merrill. Yeah, M-U-D-D-E-R. Merrill Tough Mudder shoes. Here we go. Oh, like a black and orange. Yeah, it has the splash of yeah. orange on the back. It has the Tough Mudder logo. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. How much are those? Like, uh, Let's see. You're looking it up right now. I'm not. Tim is. Uh, I, it looks like they're around 70 bucks. That's not bad. I was I was lucky with mine, to be honest with you, but because they wanted me to advertise the brand, but they, they I, I know they're very good shoes, though. They also have work shoes and things like that, but that's not so much for nerfiness. Unless you're down for the heavy, because I know, is it true that for heavies they wear boots, or is it more sneakers? Like, uh, what sneakers, works better I think. for heavies? It it I depends. So yeah, so I wear uh, trail runners. Uh, the okay. it's it's a Merrill trail trail runner. Um, Yours are on the heavier side. They're more like trail runners crossed with mountain like hiking boots. No, right? They look they look like they're more on the hiking. Boot no, they they are not a boot. I mean, they profile no, wise, no, no, not a boot, but like materials construction. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like I mean, like the tough mutter the tough mutter shoes. They're more on the end of the. The sneaker end of the spectrum. Let me let me see if I can find um, the actual um, ones I'm wearing, and I'll post them in the. Uh, uh. Just a side tangent back to the trash picking up thing. I just wanted to point out the most common trash that I've ever seen at any Nerf event are the the plastic wrappers that ten dart packs come in. So when you oh, get your yeah. your pack of a thousand really? darts from China. Yeah, I, I have picked up so many of those in my nerfing career. <laughs> career. Uh, I've picked up so many of them. It's unbelievable. Oh, just... like, it's the one thing people always leave behind, either because they blow away or they forget about them or whatever. But that is my most picked up trash item at nerf events. You wonderful soul. Imagine if they were just left around and ecosystems were a thing, as they frequently are. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to brag or anything. But if you see those, pick up those plastic bags, man. Kids, ladies, children of all ages, all of know, the above. Grab them. Yeah, I'll have to keep my eye out. I, I never really thought about that. Actually, At here that specifically. If you, if you guys are in the interview uh, prep, that that's my actual pair. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, you wear those? Yeah. 
I for- nice. I forgot I had a, a picture of him. Like the dart in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just post that in the, uh, in the chat without, without anything? So people are like, what is this picture? I'm going to do it for you, actually. <laughs> do okay. it. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to remember what the actual model name is, but I they're they're really um they're really good and grippy and uh but they're light. So, you know, I used to wear boots and you know, boots get very heavy very quick. You know, so mm. especially for guys who aren't as heavy, you know, aren't as uh quick and athletic, you, you don't want heavy shoes weighing you down because oh, then it makes it even harder to run. Even even still boots are just hard to run in usually. I know people that swear by them. I, I watched a video as, well, not watched, I listened. I listened to Captain Xavier's video of HBZ gear and what to wear. And he was talking about boots and people who don't run as much how they wear boots. Meanwhile, I'm, maybe because I am a runner, I listened to it and I was just like, but but how? I feel like you, you'd get, you, there's so much like running involved, whether you're heavy or not, you're excelling. I don't know. Maybe I'll just never understand boots. Uh, I found them. Interesting thought. So mine yeah, are, I can't do the boot thing either. Totally agree. Mine are called the Chameleon 7, if anybody is interested. I think I've heard of that brand. Yeah. Well, it's Merrill. M-E-R-R-E-L-L. Yeah. Uh, but the, the model is the... <laughs> that's um, why I've heard of that brand, yeah. yeah the, it's the Chameleon 7 um, is the model. And they don't have laces, so you don't got to worry about your uh, them coming untied. They've got the bungees with the... Um, you know, the, the slide clamp, uh, it's got like a neoprene, um, almost like outer sock shell that comes up and kind of hugs your, your ankle. So it, it helps to keep like rocks and, and wood chips and stuff out. So, um, nice. yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen this before. I know my, I think my coworker has something similar and they're pretty legit. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I started looking at trail runners, um, because of a video I watched on, on Luke's channel, out of darts. Um, where you know, oh, really? he was talking about, you know, what gear he ran and he said that he used trail runners. So, oh, nice. Oh, I, so clo- speaking of clothing, I always recommend like a moisture wicking shirt or something yep. like that. Those yeah. are always yeah. nice. Yeah. I think for anywhere 18, I ran like a long sleeve one that I oh, rolled the why? sleeves up. Uh, cause I was it's dumb. Summer. <laughs> cause I was dumb and I wore, sh- I wore yeah. shorts the entire it's time. It's summer. Yeah. Moisture wicking shirt, uh, compression shorts, um, you know, talcum powder prevent all that <laughs> chafing and and whatnot because then you'll be very uncomfortable as well yeah and uh bring always carry like a roll of duct tape or something so if you start to get yeah. a blister on your toe or something just tape that baddie up or moleskin is even better yeah i mean moleskin's better but if you if you're going bare bones duct tape yeah even i typically tape go yeah. when it comes to i mean I, i'm typically wearing i know of, of recent we the mccu just got jerseys so we jerseys to our events but i know for bottoms I'll go with, I try to keep it simple. I mean, I mean, the cotton is not the most preferred, like Sophie shorts, not the most preferred, but I do have like a threat athletic short with tactical pockets. And I know full over the past couple of years. So, so in my, keeping it simple. in my opinion, I, this, this might just be me, but I think tighter shorts are the way to go with HVZ. So then there's less fabric running around that you can rub up against. It's very, just, it's all contained yeah. nicely. Or I even agree. even wearing compression shorts underneath. Yeah, I I I'm a full advocate for compression shorts, but if you get it, if you don't know what you're doing, when it comes to compression shorts and you get them a tad too small, you almost don't want to be running around because of the discomfort. Yeah, which is like so, once again, you you try everything before you go to end war. Oh, absolutely. If you're smart, yeah. Which hopefully everyone listening is, absolutely. But, and and bringing a hat. Yeah. 
Bringing a hat's important yes. to Endor. Granted, I probably won't because I'm an idiot, but... Or no, I... Did yeah. I? No, I think... Did, did I wear a hat last time? I don't think I did. You, you had one? Oh, yeah. I had the foam glass hat clipped to my belt. Yeah. I didn't wear it. Yeah. What? It's, it's pretty on brand. You have in your icon in this chat. I do? <laughs> no, I don't. It's my hair. <laughs> so What are you Actually, doing, Tim. sir? That's Tim. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my... That's um, Eric's lovely wife uh, chibbied us for our... Let Tim uh, be your inspiration. No, no. If I can not wear, I have a bad habit of always wearing hats. All right, I'm gonna dad hat dad hat on here for a second. So, in Cub Scouts, one of the things I teach my son and 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 the other boys in his den, there are six what they call the Scout Essentials, and you have sun protection, you have a first aid kit, you have food and water. Isn't it water then food? Uh, it they don't put them in order. Okay. So that's four. A flashlight. You kind of need both. Yeah, flashlight is number five. So that's definitely not a bad idea if you're going out for a full-day invitational. And then the sixth one is a whistle, which it doesn't necessarily come into play uh, what about a knife? for us. Not one of the six Scout Essentials, and they can't use them you until they're... You need to have a license Yeah, they need their whittling chip. You need a, a to- license yeah. to carry a knife in the Boy Scouts. Yep. I was but, a Boy Scout. But five of those six <gasps> are definitely uh, good ideas to pack You know, when you're going out for HVZ. Especially Sorry. a flashlight. Honestly, if you went to Endor, eight, if you went to Endor 19 or going to Endor 20... Use the exact same flashlight. Yep, yep, yep. Use the same red flashlight. And if uh, <clears throat> if you hey, need a red flashlight, ask one of us. We'll give you a link to a cheap Amazon one that was like, Tim, how much did you pay for yours? Uh, I paid 25 for a little bit upgraded oh, yeah. one. It I, had the uh, the momentary switch. And, I got the cheapest one. I think it was like seven. Mine's like super bright though. Like I actually got asked not to use it at the yeah. PG Invitational. Yeah, I think seven, seven is about right. Six, seven dollars. Yeah. And just, and it has like a, uh, pocket what is it the pocket clip is that yeah. the term yeah. just to throw that somewhere on your pack maybe even in your pocket just somewhere where if you're like doing a night mission you can reach it yeah or mount it on your blaster yeah and i i kind of I, I didn't like um their their concept of not using a white flashlight well that or was, not that using was, white light that was supposed to be for some sort of nature conservatory yeah. they had on campus. But I, I, I do enjoy I like I can get behind that. It does hurt your eyes a lot. Did we have to stay drugs. out of that or was that at the Yeah, but there were cannon. there were airborne animals that they didn't want us like throwing off uh, the animals' okay. night vision or yeah. something. But I I would say use see, a red all flashlight. Of, see, all of this is important. Yeah. Obviously. But meanwhile, especially when I was in like my zombie headspace, I was like, okay, don't get your eye poked out. Because you decided to wear sunglasses at night, you smart woman. <laughs> and keep, because cause just just run and breathe and try not to die in this uh, sweltering weather. You are not a Georgia woman. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so you can have as much gear as you want, but if you, if you don't have that consistency, none of it matters. Okay, so Red flashlights are cool until when they're useful. Yeah. So guys, it looks like we're uh, about out of time for this episode. You want to do the... Usual hey, go around for shout outs. Yeah, let's do shout outs. Uh, anyone want to go first? I would like to give a shout out to NJ, NJ Transit for getting me home in a semi decent amount of time <laughs> to speak with all of you because oh, yeah. you all are lovely folk. Yeah. I'm going to shout yeah! out. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a silence there. I was like, what are jerks on about right now? I'm going to shout out uh, Foamcast Radio. No, I'm going to shout out Foamcast Radio. Uh, Ben's just a really nice guy, and I know I know some people have been saying Hi, that they don't they don't appreciate some of the language we use here, some of the attitudes we have, or how we go off on tangents. That's 
That's what we are. We are tangents. We are not fam- we're not entirely family friendly. Um, if you want a very organized, very professional, very family friendly podcast, check out Foamcast Radio. If you enjoy the friendly atmosphere we have here where we just go on tangents, we don't try to censor ourselves. Welcome to Detroit Dark Club or talk. I've censored myself like <laughs> ten times during this podcast. Not even joking. Uh, yeah, I've me too. In, I've held in so many cool. things. Yeah. I know I've contributed uh, to three of them, and I am proud of the three. Yeah, it's okay that you did. You're you're a guest. They can't get mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> no, like we we we'll keep an eye on our language more, but we're not gonna go out of our ways to not swear. It's. It's we're a laid back podcast. We guys. are who we are. We yeah. own that and we enjoy that. So hear my roar. Hear the roar. Uh, my shout out, I think, goes to. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Women of Nerve and yeah. all they're doing for the community. Yeah, their absolutely. Future. Check them out if you are a lady hobby. Um, Consider joining. I don't actually know what that entails, but I don't think it costs anything, or does it cost something? It does not. not. Uh, the only qualifications in getting in, just, well, membership anyway, uh, just you actively play or support the community and you identify as a woman. It's just, just a, a space for women and sharing our message with the world. Yay. Also, aren't, aren't I if, women I, of if I, I'm sorry? Aren't I on that page? There's a public page and oh, a private okay, page. okay, yeah, I think I'm on the public page. I'm just like... I qualify you for one of those. You totally join our Discord, though. Our Discord is also public. Okay. So, just saying. Also, shout out to the Detroit Dark Talk, because you guys were a sponsor for us at FoamCon this year. Thank you a we ton, because that was awesome. No, uh, Was it Detroit Dark Club or Detroit Dark yeah. Talk? I yeah, it's Dark Club. I'm just like, we did. Detroit Dark Talk, and Connor donated Oh, Star okay, it was Connor then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, wait, so. we did? He's not <laughs> hiding in the background. No, he's not here today. No, Connor's off doing a... Doing important Connor things. Yeah. I thought he's been here every time. Oh uh-huh. yeah, he is. Oh hey guys. Oh right? yeah. Oh, you almost Come forgot. <laughs> yeah, you, did you not hear me? He was over there. I think I heard you. Yeah. Come um, one last thing. Right about the time that this episode goes live, Eric and I will be down in Atlanta, Marietta area. Alpharetta. Alpharetta. Thank you. Yeah. Um, competing in the Atomic Three v Three tournament. Actually, Archer, are you going to be there too? Perhaps? Yeah, she's gonna be Perhaps. there. Yeah, yeah she's gonna so, be there. She's been like hinting at it so yeah. much. So uh, don't hesitate to come up, say hi. Um, you know, give me a good slap on the ass. <laughs> Where are you guys? Uh, are, are you Tim, guys Tim, and Eric. To be nearby? clear, do How not. What's that? How long are you guys there until you staying nearby? I uh, I am staying very nearby. <laughs> Exceptionally nearby, you might yeah. say. He's yeah. camping out on the field, is what he's trying to say. <laughs> I love it. I, I live within driving distance. Like, it's not a short drive, but it's. A, I live within driving distance. I may try to get a place to consume yeah. copious amounts of beverage. Uh, I may try to get hashtag free stuff. Uh, you're not even going. No, I'm not. But you're I'm not still, even going. I gotta get the hashtag in there. <laughs> hey, Archer. Will uh, <laughs> will will there be women of Nerf patches for sale at the three v three tournament? Uh, I, I actually. <laughs> Well, I actually just bought some, and I will have a couple available. Okay. So, there better be some yeah, Detroit Dart Talk patches for sale. There will be Detroit Dart Talk patches for sale. I will I will buy one. Sweet. I wish I had the money to buy more Women of Nerf patches, but that is all foam blast, com. I will have a couple to answer your question. All right. If, if you were to be there, of course. <laughs> if, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. 
<laughs> All right, everybody. That's been Detroit Dart Talk for the week with special guest Archer in the house. Thank you for joining us yet again on another tangent-filled ramble fest. And as always, Woo-hoo! don't forget, hashtag free stuff. Thanks, guys. still blink you're still roboting out jesus i speak her language wow